Hello friends, if you want to change your life, you must change your habit. Because your habit decides your future. It doesn't matter your money, it doesn't matter if no one trusts you, it doesn't matter no one believes in you. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter. Life is a combination of habits, some painful, some beneficial, all of which take their rise in one of the, one of the habits. Of thinking, the, the thought makes the man. Therefore, right thinking is the most important thing in life. The essential difference between a wise man and a fool is that the wise man controls his thinking and the fool is controlled by it. A wise man determines how and why he shall think and doesn't know, uh, allow, uh, doesn't allow external thing to divert his thought from the main purpose. But a fool is carried captive by every trident thought as it arouses with him by external thing. And as he goes through life, he did he help us to off in pearls, whim, and passion. We must believe in ourselves. This is how it happened. Because no one going to save your life. No one's going to push you forward. You must push you forward yourself by yourself. Uh, you know, the careless slowly thinking commonly called you know thoughtlessness and it is a companion of failure wrongdoing and righteousness nothing no prayers no religion ceremonies not even act of charity can make a world and make a for wrong thinking only right thinking can rectify a wrong life it's the only right attitude of minds towards when men and things can bring response a repose and peace if you don't change your attitude you might lose your altitude i repeat if you don't change your Attitude, you might lose your altitude. So do what the fuck you want, but don't ever bother to anybody. Don't ever care what other people think about yourself. It doesn't matter. Good luck. Hello everyone, this is Shudan Kawaniye, and I'm here to give you some fascinating information that you should know before you just get into any business. Do you do research, do your own research. Um, Albert Einstein once said that imagination is higher than knowledge. Yeah, he was right. And uh, he, has a, uh, he had also published a black hole theory and the rest is history. He turned out to be the right person I can. So, the, the, I, I, I want to give you the you know, basic information that, that uh, light on life difficulties. Uh, the, the five business tactics that you must remember, like uh, move, uh, last mover advantage, escaping um, competition will give you a monopoly, but even a monopoly is only great business if it if it can endure in the future. Compare the value of the uh, you know New York Times company with the Twitter, uh, each employee knew a few thousand people, and each give millions of people which you get news. But but uh, when Twitter went public in 2013, it was really. $24 billion more than 20 times the Times market capitalizes even though the Times are earned $133 million in 2012. So while Twitter lost money, the what, what is explained the huge premium of Twitter? You know, it's not like a very, uh, you know, a very um, unsettling, I think. Uh, we, we, you know, proprietary technology. Proprietary technology is the most substantive advantage of the company can have because it, because it makes your product difficulty impossible to uh, republicate, right? Replicate, sorry. 
So Google Research Algorithm, for example, returned a result better, in, better than everyone else with proprietary technology for extremely short paid load times and highly accurate query uh, out of completion uh, to the core search product uh, robustness and uh, defensibility. It would be very bad on anyone to do with Google, what Google did to all the other search engine companies in the early 2000s. Amazon, like made it first 10x improvement in the particular visible way. The, the, they offered at least 10 times as many books as, a, as any other bookstore when it launched in 1995. Amazon could claim to be the earth's largest bookstore because unlike a re retail bookstore that might stock a thousand books, Amazon didn't need to physically store any inventory. It simply required the title from its supplier whenever the customer made, it, made an order. This quantum improvement was so effective that they were very unhappy in a bronze noble field a lawsuit three days before Amazon IPOs, claiming that, uh, claiming that Amazon was unfairly calling itself a bookstore and really was, uh, you know, a book book broker. So I think uh, it's really nice because he did very um, dynamic the uh, information they collected in the past. Jeff Bezos say that uh, network effect. Network, net, network effect make a product more useful as more people use it. For example, if all your friends are on Facebook, it makes sense for you to join Facebook too. Un literally choosing a different social network would only make you an uh, eccentric. Network effect can be powerful, but you will never start uh, read them unless your product is well to your very first uh, user when the network is necessarily small. For example, in 1960, a quick company called. Uh, Zandu set out to be able to achieve ways communication that really between all the computers, sort of only the synchronous version of the world, world wide web. So after more than three decades of, of the uh, fertile effort, Zandu before they joined uh, just as the web as a, was becoming the, in a commonplace. So their technology probably would have worked uh, at scale, but it could have worked only at scale. It worked already computer to join the different network at the, time, at the same time, and they was never going to. To make it happen, economic of scale. Like economy, I repeat, economics of scale. Monopoly business gets stronger. Uh, is it gets uh, bigger? The fixed cost of creating product and generating management office space can be spread out over and over. Where quantities of sales software startup can enjoy especially dramatic economics of scale, because the margin cost of producing another copy of the product is close to zero. Many businessmen gaining only limited advantage that they approach to larger scale services businesses, especially are difficult to make monopoly. If you own a yoga studio, for example, um, you'll only be able to serve the certain numbers of customers. You can you can hire more instruction, expand more location, but your margin will remain fairly low, and you'll never reach a point where group of talent people can provide something available millions of several clients and software engineers are able to do so a good startup should have the potential for great scale but it into its first design free already has more than 20 or 250 million users today it doesn't need to add uh, too many customized features in order to acquire more so and there's no inherent reason why it should ever stop growing number four is branding a company has monopoly on its own brand definition, so creating a strong brand is powerful way to claim a monopoly. Like Google, like uh, like when when Apple was launched, uh, his uh, first uh, uh, its, uh, its first uh, iPod. Uh, do, do you remember what kind of the slogan it has on it has below on its in product? Uh, 
there was a thousand song in your pocket. So there was a current marketing strategy. There's a branding, you know, some some kind of thing. When you're gonna to buy something, you just you don't just only buy. You just attract something. Today's stronger tech trend is Apple. That's where he looks and carefully choosing materials and products like the iPhone and MacBook and the Apple Store. Uh, slight minimalist design, close control over the uh, consumer experience. The uh, you know. Uh, uh, omnipresent advertising campaign, the price uh, positioning as a, as a maker of premium goods and the, and the launching um, lingering the numbers of Steve Jobs personal uh, charisma all contribute to a perception that Apple offers products good as to uh, constitute of category of their own. Building a, building a mon monopoly, the brand scale not effect technology in some combinations define, uh, define a monopoly, but to get them to work, you need to choose your market carefully to expand deliberately. Start small and monopolize. Every step small at the start, but every monopoly domi uh, it dominates at the largest share of markets. And therefore, every startup, uh, startup sort, uh, should start with a very small market. Always error on the side of starting too small. The C reason is simple. It is to dominate a small market and a larger one. If you think your initial market might be too big, almost uh, certainly is. Small doesn't mean a non-existent. We made this mistake early on, uh, you know, um, like we have, we also uh, read about the people, like they did mistake on the beginning, but that's how it worked. That's how we already do that. Nobody's needed to, or nobody need, needed product. So we had, no, we had no customer with the lesson Learn. We set on side on, uh, you know, many kind of things that we learn. Uh, the perfect target for a startup is small group of uh, particular people co uh, concentrating uh, together and served by few or no competitor competitors. And big market is a bad choice. And big market are uh, already served by competing companies. It's even worse. This is why it's always a red flag. Uh, even entrepreneurs talk about getting one percent out of. 100 billion market. In practice, large markets are, will either like a good starting point or it will open the competition so it's hard to even uh, reach that. So one person, even if you do not succeed, uh, I, I mean, if you do succeed in gaining a small foothold, you'll have to be satisfied with keeping the keeping the light on in a controlled competition. Uh, competition means you, your profit will be zero. So I think uh, you must learn the kind of thing that uh, you know, don't disrupt Silicon Valley. You know, the case of Silicon Valley. I hope you know all, all about that. And uh, the company that you are associated with, you must pour yourself to work yourself. That that's how you that's how you build your you know any kind of uh, company that you wanted to build in future. And uh, you're not a lottery ticket. Remember that you are not a lottery ticket. The most continuous question in business is whether success comes from a luck or skill. What successful people say? Uh, Malcolm the Gladwell, successful author, who writes about successful people, declares in a uh, like success from uh, result from uh, patchwork of lucky breaks and arbitrary advertising. Warren Buffett famously considered himself as a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. I mean, seriously? Can you control your future? You can accept the future to take a different from you. Can treat it hazily uncertain. If you treat the future as something definite, it makes some sense to uh, understand the advantage that's worth to say shape. But if you expect an indefinite future ruled by the randomness, you'll give up on trying to master it. Indefinite attitude to the future explains what's most dysfunctional in our voluntary crosses uh, process a strong substance. Once people like constantly plan to carry out the, the use formal rules. Assembled portfolio of various op, 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 you know options. So uh, to to put your uh, 
feed into any kind of business. You must read, 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 read. Because when you read, you you get a lot of things to know. You get a lot of things to understand. You get a lot of things to risk. Because without capital risk, you are nothing. Do you understand that you're nothing? You must take the risk. That's how you can possibly win on win on the market. You don't need to buy the customer that you know for the force the customer to buy your product. No, you have to give something that what the customer want before they ask you. That's how they build network. That's how they build a logo. That's how we build. Of 